Hey everyone, welcome to Ascend Student Ministries Anchored Podcast. Uh, today we are jumping into Matthew chapter 5, the Sermon on the Mount. The Sermon on the Mount reads, Seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota or a dot will pass away from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council, and whoever says, You fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you're offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you're going with him to court. Lest your accuser hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the guard, and you be put in prison. Truly I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it's better that you lose one of your own members than that your whole body be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it's better that you lose one of your members than your whole body go into hell. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of sexual immorality, makes her commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but you shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs from you, and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. 
so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rains on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You therefore must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. When we start to think about today's nugget, uh, this is where this is so hard for me. Uh, to just single out one thing to focus on in this entire passage. There are so many nuggets that we could just be gleaning from here. Um, But uh, just the one thought that I want us to focus on for today uh, is thinking about how radically different Jesus' focus is on what Christian living is in this passage. As we walk throughout it, we constantly see that he's taking things from the visible level to the heart level and the things that are going on physically that others can see to things that are taking place in our minds uh, and within ourselves. And so as we think about that today, he focuses here specifically on things like anger and lust. And it's super easy for people to understand uh, when those sins extend outside of a person. But he says it's not just about what the visible things are, but God cares about the heart too. And let's talk about that for a second, because really what it comes down to is if given the chance, people would do these things if there weren't repercussions. If people didn't know what was happening, they would do those things because of their sinfulness. Because they're angry, they would murder if they knew they wouldn't get caught. Uh, As they're lusting, they would uh, just perform the tasks that they are looking at in that uh, without others knowing that there would be any consequence. So they are afraid of the consequences, but not necessarily of uh, entertaining those thoughts or focusing on that type of a lifestyle. And so what Jesus is saying is, no, in the eyes of God, it's those thoughts that are just as sinful and just as uh, damning as those things that are actually done. And so it's radically different than what people around us would think in terms of, can you live a good life and look good in the eyes of others? Can you even maybe deceive friends or family or others within the church to think, hey, he's a good person. He does the right thing. He knows what to do. Uh, He's a really positive influence on others. That's great and all, but that's not what the standard for salvation or the standard for the Christian life is. So as he frames the discussion in terms of our righteousness exceeding that of the scribes and the Pharisees, uh, we might be one to think, oh, well, that's pretty easy because we know the sinfulness of those people. But remember, they looked up to them as the religious elite of the time. And they are the epitome of people who it seems like on the outside, they're doing everything that God wants them to do. But on the inside, they're hollow. They've missed the point. And so that's the one nugget I want to focus on today and want us to think about. Are we deceiving ourselves and or others by thinking that the good things that we do or that the fact that we don't commit the big sins in the world uh, means that we're good enough to enter heaven? That's not the case when we look at what Jesus is saying here as he calls us to a radically different standard of living uh, than what we're used to. So dwell on that truth today. Focus on answering one question here from this passage. Focus on sharing one truth uh, with somebody else about that. And as you go through today, know as always, you are loved. You're